0: Those other podcasts keep telling
1: the same old stories over and over. Nobody cares about the swerve, bro. We provide you with new content. Now this is fucking entertainment. TMB Studios. It's what you want. Warning: The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the shootout are not the views and opinions of TMB Studios, its management or the host, Bill Blanchard. They are strictly the views and opinions of the guest and the guest alone. If you are offended by any of these views and opinions, please stop listening now.
2: It's
0: time! What was the craziest thing you ever did in the ring? And people said, "Oh my God, that boy is stupid." Put over Brandon Parker. What?
2: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, because we did some pretty weird shit over there. I mean, me and me and Devin Wright at one point had a buff
1: bitch match. Whatever.
0: Dude. A buff bitch match. Damn.
1: And he looked like the pig guy off of Captain of America. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs>
1: that's that's the. That shocked the fuck out of me. me One guy who's just asking straight up questions to people and straight up answers is getting more hits than some that brings a lot of people back to their childhood. I mean, this is kind of funny. I appreciate it. You
0: ready? Go (laughs) in. Chris (laughs) Dickens. Do we really have to go there? You no, know, I heard Vince comment about that he said, hey, you've got himself has a, has a sense of humor. You know. I mean, wow. Had to create a Christopher Dwayne Dixon. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <laughs> how many ring rats How many ring rats that you have backstage? There were rumors about How so many ring rats wanted to get some guns. Wait, 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 what? Yeah, how many ring rats you actually had Ring rats? Dirt? Oh god. Oh god, Chris, HK what don't think what ring rats are.
1: Uh-huh.
0: The one evil wolf crawler turned down. Dale Cheryl. <laughs> Damn. I hit another zinger right out the park. Wow. Uh, wow. wow.
1: Don't forget, no, we no. have to put six over in the main event because he was the top guy. And, um, yeah. Well, Hogan must pose, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> exactly. Hogan must pose. i it first. I feel like going to the Keto show and Patriots part. I was like fishing on the grave, that one, bro. The Shootout with Bill Fletcher!
1: It's time!
0: What was the craziest thing you ever did in the ring? That people said, "Oh my God, that boy is stupid." Put over Brandon Parker. What? <laughs> no, no.
2: Uh, I mean, because we did some pretty weird shit over there. I mean, me and me and Devin Wright at one point had a buff bitch match. Whatever. Dude.
0: A buff bitch match. Damn. And he looked like the big guy off of Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. <laughs>
1: That's yeah. shocked that's, that's, that's the fuck out of me, pal. Sure, One it. guy who's just asking straight up questions to people and straight up answers is getting more hits than something that brings a lot of people back to their childhood. And, I mean, this is kind of funny. I appreciate that.
0: You ready? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Chris Dickens. <laughs> Do we really have to go there? No, I heard Vince's comment about that. He said, hey, even God himself has a a sense of humor. You know. I mean, wow. to create a Christopher Dwayne Dickens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) How many ring rats? How many ring rats did you have backstage? There were rumors about... How many ring rats wanted to get some... Wait, 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 what? Yeah, how many ring rats you actually had... Ring rats? Oh, God. Oh, God, Chris, educate what what ring rats are. Uh Oh, The one even wolf crawler turned down. Dale Cheryl.
1: <laughs> Damn.
0: I hit another zinger right out the park. Wow. Wow. Uh-huh.
1: Don't forget, really, we no? have to put six over in the main event because he was the top guy. And, um, yeah. Well, Hogan must pose, you
0: know what I <laughs> mean? <laughs> exactly. Hogan must pose.
1: i it first. I feel like going to the shoot show and take Patriots Park. I was like pissing on the grave That one, bro The Shootout
0: with Bill
1: Blanchard
0: Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wrestling Shootout Hey, I'm your host, Survivor Pay, Bill Blanchard Along with my co-host this evening He is a former UCW and AWF Heavyweight Champion Christian Ferrer, man, welcome to the show, bro
1: Oh man, thank you Glad to be back on the show You know, as always, we have fun doing what we do we have other ventures going on? Just stay tuned to WLW, because it's coming. Now,
0: well, <clears throat> I want to apologize, guys. My, my, my damn voice, man, I tell you what, the damn freaking weather. Hot one day, cold the next. God got me a little bit of a cough here, but I will kick you out. I will make things happen. I will make things happen today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the uh fourth season of the Wrestling Shootout, going on four years strong. I'm proud to say we're reaching our four-year anniversary, and I could not think of a better way by honoring another anniversary. The one-year anniversary of the return of Intense Wrestling Entertainment. That's right. I'm talking about IWE. I'm talking about T Money, who for years, for years ran Wrestling for Jesus. And he started back in 2010 trying to get IW going again, but you know, kinda had some hiccups along the way. Then in 2019, he brought it back. And I tell you what, I am here tonight with one of his special bookers of the promotion, one of the guys who helped got IWA started. And we're gonna tell their story here tonight. Let's jump without further ado. Welcome to the show. We got Josh Fields tonight. What's going on, boss man? How you doing?
2: Doing great. It's been a kind of last crazy couple of hours, but doing good. Hey man, that's the
0: American dream. It would be crazy, man, for what been living. That's the God I'm the truth about that, man. But, you know, before we get started here, man, I'll tell you what, you know, I've been in this business since 1998. I grew up in the business. I, I love professional wrestling. You know, my my, my tag team partner right here can sit there and tell you, man, we go back and forth a long, long time ago, man. So we know our stuff and everything. We're hoping to have a good time here today. I told everybody who comes on the show, man. The wrestling shootout, it's like wrestling therapy, man. You got any kind of issues you want to get off your chest. You got problems with another booker. You got problems with another promotion or another wrestler. Man, we're going to tell all kind of cool stories today, but more important thing, man, we're here to have fun. Let's keep it wrestling. Let's keep it real, man. But well, let's get things started here, bro. IWE, man. How do you get started with in intense wrestling entertainment?
2: Well, December of 2018, Tim told me he was uh – gonna gonna do a relaunch or a, I guess a, he wanted to debut IWE pro and uh, we got to talking and I jumped on board never been in the wrestling business but been a wrestling fan my whole life and all of a sudden it snowballed and here we are one year later it's kind of uh, I, I, it's just been a, it's been a it's been a whirlwind let's just say that I started out as just a just to do what Tim says and you know now I'm a Doing what Tim says and booking shows and helping him, helping him uh, write the show. So it's been, it's been kind of fun actually. I, I, I'm, it's not a job, it's a thrill.
0: Amen, brother. Amen. I say it's definitely a thrill. I mean, if if you don't love professional wrestling, I tell people all the time, if you don't love it, then why the hell are you in it? You know, I've had people come on the show, they despise it, they call it a scam. Then why you hell in it? If you got here to enjoy it, man, it's just totally missing the point. You know, but you know, let's 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 dive into this thing here, you know, because T Money did quit wrestling for a little while. He got resurrected in United Championship wrestling here. He got reacquainted with Christian Fury and the U C W promotions, but things didn't quite work out toward the end of two thousand eighteen with UCW. I think T Money had some uh creative differences with the promotion. And from what we heard, that's when he was gonna start up with IWE. But where did you guys you know, what, what was the thought process? You know, he said he called you up, you want to get things started. You know, tell us what that first show and what all you had to do, and, uh, and where was that exactly? I think it was in North Augusta, if I ain't mistaken.
2: You know, it was at Millen Valley High School. Uh, yeah, that that first show was a – it was a nightmare. It felt like uh, nothing went right. Uh, we had issues with the sound equipment. You you name it, we had an issue with it, but we uh, persevered through and. Got through that first show, and you know we str- we struggled not gonna lie we struggled to gain traction in the area um probably and then we had uh we actually had Joey Ryan, who I know everybody's has an opinion on um he came down and did a show for us in September of two thousand and nineteen and we get our largest crowd of one eighty seven and you know now we're consistently doing two hundred people a show and hopefully. March twenty first, we're having. A, we hopefully we can double that number.
0: The twenty first, that's gonna be at yeah, the Liberty Park in Town, correct?
2: Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. I, I hope everybody can attend. It's gonna be. It's gonna be one hell of a show.
0: Well, I tell you what, man. I'm, I'm, gonna, do my, I'm gonna do my best yeah. to be there. I'm. I'm uh, we try our best to support independent professional wrestling here in the Shootout and. You know, people have come on the shootout. Some praise T Money, some criticize T Money, but you know what, though? Regardless to get negative or positive, you're doing something right because you're doing people's talking You know, and that's that's how I see it. I tell people all the time, you know, don't worry about what the other roasters, other consumers are gonna say. Worry about what the paying customers are saying about your product in here. You know, now you guys also went down to the American Legion and you guys had a working relationship with Moshito. And live wired. you know, what can you tell us about that, that first big show that y'all did, I believe versus Machido.
2: Yeah, it was a pretty good show. I mean, you know, we, you know, wrestling's not cheap and, you know, anytime you can get a partnership and, you know, help you out. And, you know, that's, that's pretty much what it was is, you know, working relationship. But then, you know, we felt that we, uh, that, that we could do it on our own. And, you know, we kind of, cut ties with Bushido. There wasn't any drama there or any, you know, hurt feelings. We just decided to mutually part ways. And, you know, we, we decided we, if, we, if we're either going to succeed on our own or fail on our own, we didn't want any excuses at the end of the day. So that we, we decided to do it on our own, and here we are.
0: What was the story behind, you know, the uh? The rival war. I know you had a couple of good matches there. One particularly on that was an interest to me. Um, you know, a longtime veteran in Anthony Henry versus an upcoming superstar, if, if you would, with Sean Legacy. I know that was the one match a lot of people were talking about, especially with the finish. You know, what can you tell us about the situation with uh, Sean Legacy and Anthony Henry?
2: Uh, they, uh, you know, one's established and one wants to be established. You know, it's a it's a respectful rivalry, but at the end of the day, you know, wrestling's a money business, and one wants to be the money maker. So we decided, like, well, do it in the ring. And uh, you know, T Money decided he wanted to step in and, you know, show his true colors. But we finally, we finally persuaded him to go in the right direction and break away from the infamous Cameron Gate
0: outstanding and outstanding you know <clears throat> to me that was a very very classic of uh old line, line where you go back to boxing where Ali at home you know guy just does not want to let go and then you, you get under god going for you and i really saw that with sean um sean's coming coming a long way man does, what kind of future does he have with iw right now like he's still an active guy you know his roster
2: oh yeah sean is uh definitely an active guy with us i mean the sky's the limit with this guy. I mean, for people not to—I mean, for a while he was having to travel to Alabama to get booked, which I thought was ridiculous. And but um, he's starting—he's uh, doing some shows with Southern Honor, does shows with us, of course. And you know, he's starting to get—he's starting to get his name out there. But he, you know, I, I said in an interview earlier, he's probably the most underrated uh, performer in the Southeast by by leaps and bounds. He does not get the respect and credit that he deserves. But he doesn't complain about it. He he works hard, does what he you know, does what he's asked and he he never complains and I I will tell you this, we had a show our last show, you know, call time was at five o'clock and he was there at three thirty doing work. So that that's that's all you need to know.
0: Hey outstanding man, outstanding. Christian Fury, any comments about Sean Legacy?
1: Yeah, some, yeah some I, I do. I, I, I do. Uh, there's, there's like a difference between night and day on Sean Legacy. The Sean Legacy I've met, I know, that came in still wet behind the ears, still green. Um, he had seemed like he had a chip on his shoulder. I don't know if that chip's been removed and it's been polished, but every time that I've ever stepped in or had the same arena, whatever, he seemed like he had this attitude about it that he was better than everybody else. But like I said again, things could have changed. But my knowledge of Sean Legacy is like night and day between yours, and not saying that mine is the truth or not. Because hey, if he's doing better, great. I'm happy for him.
2: Yeah, yeah, that, he's I, that. That shocks me because that's definitely not the Sean Legacy I know. But hey, yeah, we're all young and dumb once. Oh,
1: exactly, exactly that. So, needless to say, when you're saying that, I was like, this is not the shot legacy that I do. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. Well,
1: definitely. He, had, he had a couple
0: issues with UCW, and especially involving a match with Hunter Young, and whether or not he was going to win the title, or lose the title. If he was going to win it, he was never going to come back, and then he gets on the uh, Stovall Wrestling Network podcast and pretty much buried, you know, UCW right after his match with Hunter, or even before his match with Hunter, I think it was, and... Yeah, I, I can see why Christian Fury would, you know, you know flip way by Sean Legacy. I, you know, I don't know. I, I've talked to the guy a couple of times, you know, just I, I don't know, you know, but he has what it takes to make it. I think he has potential, you know, I mean – I've, I've, I've long heard from uh, what the Macho Man Randy Sandwich I always says in wrestling, you got to have an ego, you got to have the confidence to are going to make it in this business. And, man, let's face it, professional wrestling, we got a lot of egos. Good Lord, mercy. But uh, let's move on from Sean. You know, like I said, you know good luck to him and whatever he does, professional wrestling. If you're know, one day going to shoot out, let him tell his side of the story on things. But uh, moving forward here, man, what do we got coming up on the show coming up on, June, on the uh, March 21st show?
2: The word loaded does not de- just could not describe this. I mean, our our show on the twenty first is stacked from top to bottom. Um, we have we have Alex Hammerstone versus Logan Creed, Battle of Big Men. That's going to be tremendous. We've got David Ali versus Alan Angels. We've got Danny Jordan versus Brooklyn Creed. We've got Madison Reign of Impact versus. Savannah Evans, we did have Anthony Henry and Cody Vance, but unfortunately a scheduling issue took Anthony Henry out, and we are working on a replacement as we speak. And we're, you know, we're, it, it, it'll be a very good replacement, trust me. And then we have the Metro Brothers and the Dirty Blondes for the IWE Tag Team Championship. And then we have Hunter Young versus Aaron Berry for the New Age Championship. And then we have the main event, which is Sean Legacy versus Slim J versus Billy Brash for the Southern States Heavyweight Championship.
0: I'm going to put you on the spot here, Mr. Fields. Who do you pick in the Southern States Championship? Who's going to win the main event? My
2: money's on Legacy.
0: Your money's on Legacy? Okay, okay.
2: Yeah, no he's problem. got he, – he's uh, been waiting for that return match with uh, Slim J, and he's finally got Slim J back in the ring. So, I'd like to see. I think old Legacy's going to uh, reclaim his crown.
0: Hey, like I said, time would tell. Now, you know, Legacy, you know, he also wrestles for a um, – I guess you would call it a rival promotion. I'm talking about rival both out there in Thompson, Georgia, and they've had some uh, successful shows in Augusta, Georgia. Some will say, um, excuse me, some will say BioPro Pro right now is the number one promotion in the CSRA, bar none. You know, what does IWE stand as far as competition with BioPro? Pro?
2: I think we're right there with them. I mean, they've got, you know, production quality. I mean, I've been to one of their shows, uh, production quality fantastic they do a great job doing what they do uh, you know i think that we they that we can stand toe to toe with them they might not think that way but you know it's a it's a it's a friendly competition i mean i don't have i don't have any heat with anybody i know i know that's what people want to hear is you know i hate them or they hate us but yeah i don't have any heat with anybody here in the wrestling business in augusta you know they I haven't had any issues with anybody, and, yeah, I, I, I worry about me. I don't worry about anybody else.
0: Outstanding answer, brother. Well, I, I'm not going to bury this guy under the bus. I mean, he's a promoter. He's a booker. He's been in wrestling business for quite some time since 2004, 2003 time frame. I'm talking about Caleb Kitchens. He's got a vision. <clears throat> Excuse me he's got a vision how he wants to run Vowel Pro, and he doesn't like really acknowledging any other promotions because he truly he truly does believe in his heart that Bower Pro is number one. But, you know, there's a rumor out there, I was going to ask you, rumor the window, if you would, that one of the promoters of IWE, I'm going to say his name, T-Money, was actually there at a Vowel Pro show, tried to go to the locker room in Vowel Pro, and he was actually escorted out by the security, McDuffie County police, Oh, 09 yours. Any truth to that rumor, man? You know what about that story?
2: Not that I know of. That's the first time I heard that. <laughs> I yeah, said, I, got, I on it. <laughs> I heard that story. I busted uh, I laughing.
0: I could. Yeah, just, I,
2: I, that might be a telegram, tell a friend, tell a wrestler type deal. You know, that, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that happened.
0: I'm trying to remember, man. There was a few of those shows ago. I, I want to say it was Justin Hancock, Josh Hancock's son, who came on there and actually. Basically, you know, worded that that you know that the McDuffie County and the, and the city police and security that had to escort Timothy out of the out of the, out of Fower Pro grounds. I lost so hard. Me personally, I didn't believe that. I don't, that I don't, that ain't T money style, you know. But I, mean, I believe
1: that is, I- leave, respectfully leave. That's the T money I know, you know. <laughs>
2: I mean, trust That's me, if that, would, if that would have happened, that would have been recorded somewhere.
0: Oh my God, I'll be on YouTube somewhere. I mean, somebody would have had their phone. I don't remember camera
2: seeing that one. <laughs> Man, I would have, I would have, if I did know that I was going to go down, I'd have had it on my phone. So, no, no, yeah, there's no truth to that rumor. Outstanding. Outstanding.
0: Well, I mean, what are your thoughts on? I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to talk a bit more about IWE here in just a minute here. But what are your thoughts on so many other promotions? I mean, you guys have had to about. UCW and W E C W and Livewire, even you know, like like the pre-show before Machido, you got Livewire and a guy like Billy Johnson, who was a uh, you know pre- previous guest in the shootout, and, and I do sponsor a show. You know, he's another young promoter trying to make it in the wrestling business. You know, what what are your thoughts? And what do you see? What these guys are doing compared to you guys?
2: And, uh, well, WCW? I mean, it's pretty much. I mean, all the promotions around here are looking for a foothold of me right now independent wrestlers I mean in my opinion I don't have the most experience so you know correct me if I'm wrong but it's uh in Georgia it's on fire I mean you can you you can get wrestlers from Atlanta from Athens from you know just about anywhere here in the state of Georgia and they qual and their quality guys and, and gals so I don't I mean you know everybody's tr- trying to create their own they're create their own brand. You know, we run shows every other month. So to have like a storytelling type angle, is kind of difficult. You know, we just want to put on quality matches, you know, something that the fans enjoy, you know, we're not running every month because we financially, that there's no way we can run every month. And, and not only financially, I don't have the time to run every month, to be honest with you. So, (laughs) But it's, you know, we run, you know, once a, you know every other month. And, you know, the crowds are growing, so we must be doing something right.
1: That's right. Take it from a guy that has ran with UCW once a month, it does get old. It does get tiring. Especially there are times that come around where you might be the act at the end of the month. And then you're the act at the beginning of the month with only maybe a weekend in between shows. So you're running. So it's smart to kind of go every other month.
0: Um, well, let's let's dive in. You said something about it's you know it's difficult to tell a story, you know, every other month. I've heard other promoters, you know, argue with that as well. So, what is the thought process? I mean, you guys trying to build it up kind of like you know, UFC, where you just trying to produce quality matches, like you just said a minute ago. I mean, is that really the thought process? I mean, do you have an idea? Hey, I'm gonna run with this guy for the next six months and everything, and then we see how the crowd reacts to him, and then, you know. But what, what are you guys thinking? How do you guys book like that? I mean, or do you just try to book, you know, hey, this guy can work good with this guy. We'll 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 check him through quality match right here. What's the well, creative direction here, in your opinion?
2: With with all the uh, with all the competition that we have, you know, in, in this area, plus you know, up in Canton and all over the state of Georgia, we try to produce matches that you can't, you can't see everywhere, that, you know, like, for example, Slim J, Sean Legacy, and Billy Brash, that's never happened, you got, uh, a AC Mack versus Shug Dunkerton, that's never happened, so, you know, you know, just matches that, you know, you haven't seen before, because nobody wants to pay to see, see the, you know, same matches over and over, so that, that's pretty much what we try to do, you know, probably, like, I'd say like the UFC deal where, you know, you know, you got matches that that you know are going to work and, you know, that's what you put on for the fans. I mean, it's all about the fans. Bottom line, I don't care what we do. And I know that everybody's like, you know, all this guy's just blowing smoke. But I have no ego I don't care what the fan whatever the fans like, that's what the fans are gonna get. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force feed an angle down their throat. I I'm not Vince McMahon. We also on? Okay.
1: I was about to say, okay, so. <laughs> man, that was yeah.
2: uh, man, that was pretty deep, man. You talk about crickets in the room. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I, I to <admit> <laughs> kill the show. All, all,
0: all, all I, I heard was Vince McMahon. Oh crap! Just lose everybody.
2: <laughs> yeah, Vince McMahon. It's
0: Vince, McMahon, I just said my name, pal. Yeah, yeah. Him,
2: you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that, I mean, that's the thing is like, that, that's the yeah, thing God. that the, and I'm gonna go off on a WWE tangent here. I'm sorry. I, I know that ain't the angle of the show, but you oh, know. Oh no, no. I
0: don't want to one, talk about. We talk about Judge B and everybody.
2: But yeah, I mean they. I mean it's like they build a pay-per-view match for a month, and then the very next night they have a rematch. Well, what was the point in building the match for a month? You know, if you don't have a blow-off, if you're gonna have a blow-off and then rematch it the next night. I mean, just that 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 stuff absolutely drives me insane, and that's why that's why I say we do matches where you've got to come to Augusta or Grovetown to see this match because it's not it's not happening anywhere else.
0: You know, I've had uh, another partner of mine you know, that does that, the that, um, that, podcast with us. Chris Dickens will come in here a lot of times and criticize all the books in the area. He's almost like you'll see the same talent in Vival Pro, similar talent in IWE, you know, what can you guys do different that they're not doing? I mean, are you paying attention to what Vival Pro is doing? Are you paying attention to what their bookings are? So you're not trying to book the same people? Because, you know, I've seen Sean Legacy and Vival Pro, and I've been seeing him in IWE, vice versa with some other talent as well. I mean, do you guys talk about that? I mean, do you care about what the competition is doing? Or you're so busy, you only focus on what you're doing. Exactly.
2: I mean, I, I mean, I, I pay attention to their stuff on Facebook, but I don't, I mean, when we go into, you know, trying to you know, put on a show, put a a book, a book, an event. I don't sit there and go, oh, my God, they're running this, so we need to run this. I mean, you know, they do what they do, and we do what we do. And, you know, we we try not to have the same same matches they do, but, I mean, eventually it's going to happen. I mean, and if it does, it does. But, I mean, it's not like, oh, man, we can find out that they're running this match, Next month, so we're gonna run it this month before them. I mean, we don't we don't do any of that.
0: I'm glad you brought that up because I was asking my next question because in the booking wars in the territory days, they would do it just like that. if they could beat someone to do it first, you know you know they would. And then I start the big big you know promotional war, if you say the least. I mean, now let me ask this question, man. I mean, it's kind of like urban legend and wrestling. I have seen it. I have witnessed it personally and I don't want to really drop names, you know, but has anyone tried to sabotage the IWE show? Like like say for instance, I'm just I'm just giving you know, say you got Sean Legacy book this matchup. I mean, do you know anything about other promoters might trying to offer him, Hey man, I'm gonna pay you this amount of money if you not show up? You know, come wrestling or anything. I mean they call this underhanding booking to kind of do you know, I've, I've heard the spot in territory war. I've heard it in the independent scene, especially here in Georgia. And some people felt like, hey, don't step up my turf, you know. And hey, you get a little too close to my turf now, you know. And, and they may try to raid your talent. I mean, have you guys experienced that at all in this one year of IWE, as far as any kind of threats from other promotions, people trying to raid your talent, try to buy off your talent, try to sabotage your show in any kind of way?
2: No, I don't think you could really do that anymore. I mean...
0: Hey, hey, you know. hey, hey, hey go ahead and tell them what happened uh, <laughs> at one of the UCW shows recently. <laughs> we walk out to the parking lot. I'll go ahead and say it. We're, we're doing a freaking show, and I'll say going to the parking lot, you had... Wasn't it IWE? You had IW fires and all the cars at our UCW yeah. show. I kind of laughed at it at first. I said, well, <laughs> free publicity, right? <laughs> but I've actually... yeah. yeah I, that's just a small example, but I've, I've seen worse, you
2: know? Well, Hey, that's just, uh, that's just called smart business. But, um, (laughs) anyway, but, uh, no, I mean, as far as like, I mean, I don't see how you can really get away with that now with social media. I mean, trust me, you pull something like that. I mean, it'll be all over social media in five seconds. So, you know, you know, social media is good for the business and it's bad for the business, but, you know, the the business now is, you know, you know, I I know there's been some uh, dirty things going on everywhere, but it ain't going. It's not going to go on here. I can promise you that. Well, I'm
0: saying like, is any other promotion trying to sabotage y'all's show at all.
2: No, with not at all. Not paying at
0: all. Off violence, showing up, you know, like, like, like other talent watching the crowd trying to, I don't know. Get something started with other wrestlers. I've seen that. I've seen that done too. You know, fact, me and me and Jay one time was even invited to purposely to try to sabotage one show. Which me and Jay, like, no, nah, we we don't do business like that. We we weren't no part of it. You know, I mean, but I, I'm just kind of curious. You know, you, you said beginning of your first show, yeah, like everything and everything can go wrong. I mean, I,
2: I, oh yeah, absolutely. I, I've
0: seen it, you know, you go you go hey Jay, one of the WFJ show. We walked outside to go to get, the, uh, to get the trailer for the ring. All the tires were flat. Or at least two of the tires were flat. You know, uh, flat uh, was there. Flat was there watching because they were upset. They ran Patriots Park and we actually showed up in Liberty Park for that show and then they uh, flattened the tires of the trailer. Oh man, was that a mess.
1: Sides of you know, uh, we're on more the city side. They're more on the outskirts, you know, toward Evans and whatever else. But, yeah, they're, apparently they're having the same show on the same day we were there in Grovetown, and there's a couple of them that was there. <laughs> so, Man, that
2: sounds like good times. Man, I hate I missed all this.
1: Man, that's that's <laughs> oh, a God. good quality entertainment. Team buddy rigged stayed out at my friend's property for like over a month because we are trying to get Buddy to either tires or whatever else because it was out there for a while. <laughs> yeah. Across the river. Well, yeah, well,
2: well, I've got it. And where, where we keep it on the day at night and day of the show, uh, I got about three Columbia County cops living about the same perimeter. So good luck with that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: Exactly. You know, well, I mean, we've 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 heard stories. I mean, rumor any window. You know, my God, we had um, help me out here, Jay. What of Billy Johnson's on the show. You know, he pretty much accused one uh, well, of the IW promoters, not him, Mr. Fields, but accused of one of the IW promoters of actually trying to bribe someone not to show up to his show. You know, yeah, you know, uh, you know, uh, that, you know.
2: That, that, that's not true. <laughs> you go ahead and tell you that's not true. I, not but but yeah,
0: on show, you know, brought a bunch of accusations. And I'm like, really? I said, well, you know, I'm going to ask this person when he comes on the show. And he said, well, that's fine. Got no reason to deny it. I can prove it. I'm like, okay, well,
2: you know. Uh, just, yeah.
1: and the only thing I can say is Death fuck is still waiting for payment. So. <laughs>
2: what was that? I'm sorry.
1: All i got to say to that story is Death fuck is still waiting payment for no show at Livewire that night.
2: <laughs> oh, I got you. That was yeah. the, supposed
0: to be at Livewire. We were, we were supposedly paid off not to show up, you know. And, oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah. But, um, yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't have time for any of that foolishness. I got, you know, that's, that's what I tell everybody when they, you know, they ask about, you know, stuff like this. I'm like, I don't have time for it. You know, you, you can, people can have their opinions and, you know, their drama, but it's not going to happen at IWE. I don't have time for it. Outstanding.
0: Well, good luck to you as far as that goes. But I, I want to ask you this question here. let get back to a little bit more wrestling here. One thing I want to give IW a lot of credit, I've seen other promotions tried it, and i see other promotions failed miserably when it comes to trying to have a female division. You know, because when, when other promotions have tried to have in the past, it caused so much drama. Drama with the rest of wives, drama backstage in the locker room, even with the female wrestling talent themselves, breaking out in a real fight, and then it would get squashed. Before it even even make it to the ring, you know, and the, the, the women's division was canceled out. So when I heard IWE was going to have a female division, I was really curious to see if they were going to prevent a lot of that drama from happening. Everything, which I'm I'm proud to say, I have heard you guys did a tremendous job in that female division. Yeah, to, that's my baby. To, yeah, tell us tell us that experience, man. How was you able to handle that manage that without having drama? especially when the rush was wide. Dude, I see multiple promotions tried, and like I said, failed before they even put it in the card because it caused so much drama.
2: Well, I mean, it goes back to everything I've said before. You know, if if people know that this is a no drama, this isn't going to be tolerated here, uh, going on social media and bashing and doing this and doing that, if people understand – that that's not allowed here and we won't put up with it. You don't, you don't have to worry about it. I mean, I don't, I mean, that that's never even crossed my mind because people know, you know, we do what we say and we do and we do. And what we're going to do is what we do. And, you know, we, you know, we've even had, you know, other talent put us over on social media about, you know, here's a uh, novel idea get paid before the show. And that blew me away. Cause I'm like, well we you get paid before the show? You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. we, we, I'm, I'm too, too busy worried about breaking down the ring and all that stuff. So, I mean, just just simple things like that just blows me away. But, you know, you know, there no drama in I.W.E. You know, this is not the place for it. Not going to deal with it. Zero tolerance policy for that.
0: So how do you handle that, though? I mean, I, I hear what you say, you know, it, But how do you handle it when it starts? Because I remember, you know, even when we ran AWF, exact same thing, zero policy, no BS. You got problem with it? There's the door. We're not going to deal with it. You know, but, you know, when things start happening, you know, and, and we're in the middle of dealing with it. And a lot of times, people got told to freaking leave. You know, and we it the best we could at the time. I mean, this is years ago. You know. Yeah, but, I mean, but,
2: that. I mean, as far as that goes, I mean, people. I think we built up the respect uh, of the talent. You know, and, and a lot of these people that, that are working together, I mean, they don't work together everywhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you have, you know, if you work together the same same crew for six months, a year, you know, I guess you could probably have that happen. But but that's not going to happen here. You can mark my words that will not happen here.
0: Well, let's go with your division. I heard you say earlier it was your baby and everything. How did it came to be? You know, how did you decide to pick your first champion? You know, walk me through your female division. I know you know. <clears throat> I heard some good matches came out of it. Yeah,
2: we uh, we actually in July, it was uh, we actually put on the women's tournament for the first IWE women's champion. Uh, we had uh, wrestlers from Texas, Florida, Pennsylvania. I mean, we had a whole from Florida, Texas trying to think um all the places they came from but we uh we made it a big deal i mean and we actually had aubrey edwards who you know referees for iw uh, excuse me AEW now um she was actually the referee for the women's tournament and we made you know we had selena de La down here to uh, do the mc for it. alicia tout she was she was down here you know we made it all about the women and you know, women's wrestling now—it's almost as good as the men's. I mean, I don't—I I hate yeah. to tell you, but—but but oh yeah, the, I agree.
1: Know, no, on done. Done, you, uh, today's wrestling, whatever, <laughs> like the best thing going right now, as far as storyline, athletics, everything is all women. The women have—they're killing it right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, the best—the best wrestler in WWE's got is Charlotte Flair, I mean, hands down. I mean, I, I mean, there's nobody as far as athletically. She, She's the best they have. And, you know, and the women's division is, I mean, you look all over the United States. I mean, I've watched more wrestling in the last year than I think I've watched my whole life. And that's saying something, but, you know, what the women's division, this, the women's division is very important to IWE as long as the men's – Men's division, women's division and the tag team division, you know, you know, we want to make that important. We just don't want it to be a attraction. Uh,
1: how is that credit for being that roughly fed that you were to be now in this booker helping promote IWE and being on the other side of the coin?
2: I mean, I love it. I mean, I love the business. Always have. Um You know, I've been wanting to get in for the last four or five years, Um, you know, circumstances, you know, kind of, you know, my wife becoming pregnant with twins that that derailed it (laughs) for a couple of years. And and, and then we uh, then I decided, you know, I decided to jump in and, you know, you can be a fan and a promoter and a booker. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and dismiss that theory right now. You can be all three. You know, you just got to do it the right way.
1: You have to still be a fan of the business to be able to produce the business that you love. And, yeah, a lot and of that, saying, that kills
2: out. me right there. I've, I've heard interviews with people saying, well, I'm not, really, I'm not really a wrestling fan. Then how do you know what you're doing?
1: Exactly. How do you know what people want to <laughs> see if you're not really a
2: wrestling
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just uh,
2: how do you know what you're doing. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, so, I mean, and, and, that, and it all goes back to, you know, you know, you don't have to be a, a wrestling fan, a great wrestling fan, a great booker and a, a great promoter. As long as you're honest and fair and do it the right way every time, all the rest will take care of itself. And I firmly believe that. Man, I got crickets again. I know. No, man, <laughs> I'm just totally
0: shocked, man. That's an, an incredible answer, man. I did not, I did not expect an answer like that. I got to be honest with you, man. You said everything like, "Wow, perfect." You know what I mean? Yeah. You well, know,
2: um, I mean, and it's the truth. I mean, yeah, exactly. We we've never, you you'll never hear a a talent, anybody that comes to our show, that that works for us. They get paid. They, you know, we take care of them. We do what we say we're going to do. And at the end of the day, that's all I can do. You know, if I, if I promise you something, I'm going to deliver it. I'm not going to say, well, Hey, you know, I mean, a classic example, we had a, we had a talent that's flying in and, and, you know, they're flying into Atlanta and coming down here to do the show. And I was like, well, do you want to stay in Augusta or Atlanta? And they were like, "Oh, I didn't think about that." I was like, "Well, if you don't stay in Atlanta, you probably won't get a couple more hours sleep." You know, just stuff like that. I mean, you know, why not be a good person? Just simple. You know,
1: that makes well, sense. <laughs> ask this
0: question. You know, I mean, some promoters struggle. You know, you know, one one promoter. Hell, I'll go ahead and say it. UCW. <laughs> Know, was not able to pay for their talent to all the talent. You, you got to come do it for free if you want to get booked. And he could, he didn't have the funds to do it. You know, how, how was IWE? I mean, you'll know, the answers if you don't want to. I'm not trying to get personal, but how was IWE, you know, able to finance talent from all over the country, all the places you didn't say flying? I mean, are, they, are you paying for their plane, your plane tickets? Are they paying for themselves? I mean, you guys get great sponsors or you know, great
2: sponsors, great sponsors. Um, Crescent Automotive and, uh, and Aiken, uh, we got a guy who has a, uh, he owns a car shop in, uh, in Graniteville. Um, we, we've got several sponsors that, you know, they're wrestling fans and they come to the, they come to the shows. I mean, all our sponsors come to the shows and they see where their money's going and they're like, man, y'all are actually doing pretty good. This is what, it wasn't what I expected and i was like thank you that's the best answer i can get so you know we got great sponsors um you know and you know we're not making millions of dollars down here you know you know we're break, we're probably breaking even at the end of the day but we when you're a small business and you can break even at the end of your fiscal year that that's a miracle especially your first year and somehow we was able to do it and you know yeah, that's yeah, we're not getting rich, but we're not going broke, so that's that's about the perfect answer I can give you.
0: Well, what's the future for IWE? Where, where do we go from here? I know you said earlier the goal. I think you said it was 500 people you're trying to get from March 21st. What's the what's the ultimate goal for the IWE?
2: The ultimate goal for IWE is to put on quality entertainment, family friendly entertainment, unless we book, unless we tell otherwise. Which the Joy Ryan show that was an adult crowd and we made sure that everybody knew that going in that this everybody. was not a this was not a show to bring your children to. And if you bring your children to, it's your fault. <laughs> and <laughs> um that, you know, it's it's not gonna be you know, you can bring your kids to two and a half hours, have fun and at the end of the day, as long as we can grow Every show, which that's not going to happen because things are going to, you know, things are going to happen. Events happen in Augusta all the time, you know, that, you know, we can't we can't help that. You know, we try to do it, avoid that. But football season, of course, is going to dip a little bit. But, you know, at, I, I'd love to average 500 people a show. um, know, yeah, that's kind of outlandish, I believe. But, you know, if you, it's if tall. you don't, if you don't dream big, how can you be a success? Yeah, that's You're true.
1: Really right. you gotta be able to go big. You gotta dream big.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was like, you know, you know, everybody talks about all this talent that, you know, we bring it in. And when I'm in the middle of booking, like for this show, for example, when me and Tim got done and, we looked at it on paper. We was like, holy crap. <laughs> you know, what's going to be curtain? What's going to be main event? You know what I mean? I mean, it's just yeah. like, you know, have fun putting this show together. But, you know, why would, why would you want us, you know, people, we're in the age where it's hard to get somebody to draw them to come to a show for two and a half hours. And, and that's what we want. We want you to come, suspend your disbelief, just like you do in a movie, enjoy yourself, go home, and tell your friend, I had fun. That's the ultimate goal.
1: You're absolutely right. Being able to send the fans home happy and entertained, that's the goal. Get them talking, get their friends to come next time.
2: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I'm getting crickets between answers. I feel like I'm like an alien or something. Uh, dude, dude I'm honest, you've got to be They're the it's so good. It's
1: shooter not like I
0: have ever seen, ever heard of. you got to be the straightest shooter I've ever heard of. I'm not normally speechless and everything. If you tell me something, my throat is killing me, but damn. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here listening to what you're saying kind of taking it at all. I was like, man, finally, someone's got it right. Someone's got a right for me. Someone's got a positive attitude. Someone only has the means but has the how to try to make things happen. I mean, damn, I'm, I'm really impressed, man.
1: I, I'm really well, impressed, I mean, impressed with your success time. here. Like, uh, this is not what I was expecting. That was a good answer. So we're sitting here going. <laughs> well, I mean, and, I and see, that's, that's what I tell everybody. Under, um,
0: and, and, and come so close to making it big. You know, they're making 300, they're selling 300 tickets and doing great. And then all of a sudden you got the county stepped in. Like, well, we're taking over your concession stand now. Like, wait, what? You can't take my concession. That's my bread and butter. You know, so I take the concession stands away because the Columbia County wants to sell the concession. But now they're, you know, they had to raise up the ticket prices and they hurt their business. And eventually, if you either break it even or going under, you, you know, you, you lose the eye of the tiger, if you would, and they shut it down. You know, there's a flatline pro with a great promotion to Columbia County. You know, I thought they were going to make it very, very well, but, you know, wait, hearing what you're saying, man, I got to admit, man, I'm totally impressed. You know, I think you guys got to definitely have what it takes, you know, to go all the way, but,
2: Well, know. I mean, the, the way, the way that I was brought up and the way that I was raised is if you ask me a question, I'm going to give you my honest answer, and uh and I'm not smart enough to uh, top a lie with another lie. I'm just not that intelligent. So I'm just going to tell you the truth, of, my truth of how I feel. And, you know, that's all I can do at the end of the day.
1: Boy, that's refreshing to hear. <laughs> you don't hear that too yeah. often in the wrestling
0: You don't.
2: Know, okay. Not in the wrestling business, man. Yeah, that's I mean, when
1: when you I hear you, like, what, all these stories, you, you, I'm
2: like blown talking. away.
0: Well, I mean, what do you tell people when you hear things like the wrestling business is an insensitive business, it is a cutthroat business, it's a stab-in-the-back business? I mean, I hear guys cry over titles, cry over bookings, cry over their spots, you know, careers cut short. I mean, you slept with my wife, you just took my damn wife and everything. I mean, dude, I, I have seen it all and you know, whether it's backyard wrestling, independent wrestling, what you've seen in wrestling books on the TV. I mean, everything I've seen over 20 years, man, I, I've seen Suicides, you know, over this business and everything. I gotta admit, man, I have never met a person like you who had such an attitude you have about it. A positive attitude about it. A no nonsense attitude, if I can say that. I mean, damn. Yeah, I mean,
2: well, I appreciate that. I mean, it's just who I am. I mean, I can't. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not an act. I'm not fake. I just, I only know one way to do it, and that's just the right way. So. That's a say, guy. That's
1: what you see is. What Oh, I'm definitely just, that. Uh, and, to to the with, <laughs> and,
2: and, and I can tell you this, um, and, and, and I'm not trying to be egotistical or I don't know what the word I'm looking for here is, but, you know, either you like me or you don't. There's no, there's no, uh, he's okay. I mean, and, and I rub people the wrong way sometimes. And I really don't mean to do that, but it's just, you know, who I am and, you ask me a question, I'm gonna give you a straight answer. You know, that's what I always tell everybody. It's like, can I ask you a question? I'm like, are you sure you really want to do that? <laughs> you know, but but I mean, I, I I give the most honest answer I can give.
0: Jay, do you think-
1: more. <laughs> Man, this has been a wild experience. Uh, getting to know you <laughs> and this is Sorry something that, that i did not I, josh <laughs> i gotta be honest with you.
0: i, I gotta say this for you I mean, I mean i didn't mean cut you off here jay you gotta understand a person was trying to sell you to me and jay you know i don't know if i want to drop his name on here but how he described you is not exactly what i was expecting i gotta be honest with you. jay can i go ahead and say it? i'm gonna go ahead and say it. Okay. you know i really expected someone like a young, naive, almost someone like, I'm not trying to throw him under the bus and say, hey, man, I love you, kid. But, you know, you're no Justin Hancock. I mean, honestly, <laughs> from, the way, from the way this other person was describing you to me, that's what I thought I was going to be dealing with. You know, or someone like Jeremy Seale or someone like, um, oh, my gosh, Jay. That's what i got, mean.
1: so oh, I got. I got now I got to
2: know. Now I got to know what was said about me. You didn't open the door, so you got to <laughs> say it. Well, well, it's not the bad or
0: anything. It's just how he was describing you, you know, like, you know, God, how do I put it, Jay? You know. No,
2: don't, don't sugarcoat
0: it. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat <laughs> it. I'm going to try to put it in the right words, you know, because it was almost like, God, he's putting it. He, I was trying to remember exactly how I made it sound. i like, you know, someone who's kind of like, his head's in the cloud. You know what I'm saying? He's wishy-washy. You know, it's like, like. You know, this person really has no idea what the wrestling business is really like. He's just getting into it. It's all these dreams and fantasies, and 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 unicorns and leprechauns really exist. And you know, Santa Claus can visit him every single year. And he's gonna be world champion in IWE one day. He has such a love for professional wrestling, you know, and oh, of course, professional wrestling is just like his number one dream. And 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 you know, and he's T Money's wet boy, towel boy, wherever you would. I'm like, and you want me to interview this guy because? Oh, no, no, he'd be really, really great and everything, you know, and I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> is this, this, this is how I first got so about John.
1: When you are actually able to come onto the show, this is what we got, we're, we're, we're in awe. So, when you started hearing when you like, like, well, golly, I'm
0: totally unprepared for this. I'm really expecting... You know, I'm the rib on this guy and token this guy, and I'm like, really? So you really truly think that, you know, T Money has a six pack? Okay, buddy. You know, I mean, I mean, yeah, crap like that. You know, like, 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 dude, he really thinks that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, he really thinks this way. You know, and then you know, and, and oh yeah, he's he's T Money's towel boy, whipping boy. that, you know, and, and and trust me, this guy is a complete moron in the wrestling business. He thinks he knows what he's talking about. So I'm like, okay, well, um. Okay, so I and I called Jay, was it yesterday, Jay? I was like, do you know anything uh, about Josh? This is what I'm hearing. What have you heard? You know, what, what is about this guy
1: that... Yesterday, I told you, man, I've seen him maybe once or twice. I never was formally introduced. I wasn't able to go over there and shake the man's hand. I don't remember saying, hey, how you doing? I think I saw it once at, at T-Buddy's house when, uh, when Tweeter was fixing uh, the trailer, putting tires on it. I was dropping off equipment. I think that and was the always.
0: Th- and then I said, yeah. Does he have more intelligence than Caleb Stovall? He said, like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He should be better than Woman. I mean, I love Caleb Stovall. Don't get me wrong. Caleb Stovall a great person to know. And and, uh, and I love Caleb to death. But, you know, I was almost like, I, I got to know what type of mentality I'm dealing with so I know how to do the show. You know, how I'm going to write things out, what question I'm going to ask, and how I'm going to feed off of it, what the rest are going to go. I said, Dude, you mean to tell me for the last 45 minutes I'm talking to a mature adult? Who's got good knowledge of the business?
1: That has a good idea of the business that's still a fan of, you know, that still, you know, has a good calm mind about it and still loves it. He's
0: not an egotistical maniac either. And then, you know. know.
2: Whoever this guy was, tell him he can meet at my house on Friday (laughs) night and we can play some poker. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was like, oh. Oh. oh my God! Because obviously, <laughs> obviously, he couldn't beat me in poker. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't like it.
1: <laughs> Woo, boy! I tell you, that, that's a lot of the reasons why we're sitting here going, "Uh, okay." So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of like, "Well, this is
0: not what I expected," you know. Okay. And, and I, I, I uh. <laughs> uh.
2: Well, I'll go ahead and tell you. I've been, I've been watching wrestling since. Eighty three, eighty four. I, I know what I'm talking about. I promise you, I that's, do. But you know, and a lot of people that run into me at, at an event and want to talk to me, I'm like tunnel vision, you know. And if that's where that person knows me from, you know, then then I, I can see that because when when they're asking me a question, I'm i God knows what I say to them. But you know, we we don't have like a fifty people ring crew. You know we uh, <laughs> you know, understand
1: from, that from, from Helping out with UCW and everything You get total vision when you're trying to get the show Ready to rock and roll And you have people coming up to you asking questions You're short, sweet, to the point I gotta finish what I'm doing <laughs> Before I leave yeah, my yeah. train uh, well,
2: well, and here you go Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you What my ultimate dream is To have a Wrestlecade type of Event in Augusta that One, day. One day. One I can definitely
0: get. I can definitely get on board with that.
2: I mean, there's just. I mean, you know, it's, it's got to be done the right way, and, and that's my ultimate dream. And whenever I pull that off, that'll be my last day in the wrestling business, because <laughs> 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 there's nothing else I can do. But, but no, the it's ultimate. I
1: could get. Like
2: <laughs> yeah, but as far as like with IWE. I don't, I don't have any, I don't have, I mean, I, I don't know if you've seen my Facebook post yesterday, but I had a guy from Louisiana rip me up and down because I was sharing other people's events. And I was like, well, I, I, it took me back. And I'm like, he was like, y- you're discredit to the wrestling business. You shouldn't do this. And I'm like, no, I'm just securing my product. You know? And that, that's all I can tell you. I mean, I don't I, care what- I don't care sure. what everybody else
1: does. Those guys that you're probably getting are at those shows too, so you have to advertise them to be able to get you. Yeah, I no, mean, so. I don't. I
2: mean, I don't have a problem. To, I mean, I'll tell you. Um, just a couple of days ago, I had. I mean, I have talent reach out to me all the time. It was like, "Hey, um, I'm free this weekend. Do you have a spot?" And I'm like. Well, I don't have a spot here, but I can find a spot for you, and I'll and I'll go message four or five other promoters that I've gotten to know in the business, and like, hey, I vouch for them; they're good, and and they got booked. I don't I don't have an ego. Oh, I got crickets again.
0: I'm oh, <laughs> just totally blown so, away. This is not how I saw this
1: conversation don't, don't happen. How- What's that? I'm well, sorry. Something that just
2: don't always. Yeah, I mean, and, and I understand that. I mean, I'm. I mean, you know, I'm not like one of these people that believes in karma, but you know, things have a, a funny way of uh, circling back on you. And It's either going to be good or bad, and no, if true. you do enough right things, you you're, you're going to get good fortune one day. That's true. But uh, well,
0: man, I hate I hate to do this, man, but we're gonna to try to wrap things up here. Um, oh, no problem, dude. I I love to get you back on the show, man. And talk some more wrestling. Matter of fact, I wanna invite you to our WOW podcast and then, uh, you know, w, our WW podcast. We love wrestling. We talk about the golden era of professional wrestling, anything from the early 80s to the 90s to the 2000 millenniums, and we have a good time with it, man. Anytime you want to come on the show, I'm pretty sure me and Jay would love to have you. You know, I could do I, I could
2: I could talk about that all day and every day. You You've been
0: Put the right me. person. I, I I've studied professional wrestling from the sixties all the way up, man. I've been mean, from uh that's just, that's been my hobby. I collect books, collect videos, collect matches. I mean, they call me the wrestling encyclopedia, man. I love it. You know? Okay. That's, all right, that's,
2: now that's I'm gonna it. test you here. What's your okay. favorite Uh-oh. wrestling match of all time?
0: My favorite wrestling match of all time. I got whether right I begin. It, it, it could be from Ric Flair to Holly Race to Star 83. You know, it, it, I can go from Kurt Angle to Chris Benoit, Royal Rumble 2003. You know, I can go from Hulk Hogan and Andre to WrestleMania 3. Ricky Steamboat, Randy Savage, man, I love that freaking match. Or, my God, the rivals between the Midnight Express and the Rock and Roll Express. God, I love those matches, man. The Steiners and Doom. I my mean, God, I, that's tag team wrestling to me. You know, and you, and you see those guys get in the ring and, and go at it the way they go at it. You know, I mean, Sting and Flair, I grew up with Sting and Flair. God, I know how many matches I've been to Sting and Flair. Go at it. Flair and Steamboat, the classic three matches of 89, man. That shit was awesome. Flair and Funk, I quit. My God. Sting and Namuda, I love that. The Thunderdome cage match. You know, I was, God, I, that was my 10th year birthday, 1989. You know, I just turned 10 years old. And it happened on my birthday, the Thunderdome cage match. My God, I remember that match, you know, but. Well,
2: I, I hate yeah. to tell you, but, you, but you're wrong.
0: Oh, the greatest match
2: of all time, Totally Blanchard, Magnum, T.A. I quit match. I hey, quit though.
0: I was getting there. I was getting there. I got my <laughs> United story. States.
2: I got my. Inter- I got my United States
0: and I got my Intercontinental title matches. I mean, I, that was a damn good match, especially the whole storyline. My got even the the tragic story afterwards with Magnum, man.
2: Damn. Yeah, then like the the when you found out the actual story behind the story that they really didn't like each other. I mean, oh God. Was, no.
0: His damn uh, total wife left him for Magnum.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now, to me, the 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 that's the to me that's the greatest match of all time, hands down. There's just for for me the the visual of him bleeding and you know Magnum hitting him. And then putting that stake in it, man, I'm
0: telling you. Oh God, yeah, the blood dripping down Tully's face, telling you, know, "Tuskie, right? No, no. Did he really say I quit? Uh, I don't know. A little bit of controversy, that you no, know, but he never I really, said
2: I quit. He just said yes.
0: He just said yes. I screamed <laughs> <at last>. it <laughs> might it.
2: like It might
0: sound like you, you know. Damn yeah. good, man." damn good match between Magnum and Tully Blanchard. You know, Tully has a lot of good matches. I mean, I hell, I even love the little cheap hill victory. Uh, Star King 86, Tully and Dusty Rose in that first blood match, you know, and when they, uh, they wipe Tully's uh, uh, blood off oh, his yeah. freaking face. He nails Dusty with the quarters and everything, you know, and Rose is pouring out blood. Referee comes to and sees his blood and rings a bell because Tully is busting first, but MJ is J.
2: wiping the blood off Tully's face. Yeah. Man, I was clapping, you know. Man. Well, I can go old school with you. Like back, my dad was a uh, a pipe fitter for a living, and like yeah. like all the wrestlers when they would come down here and like you know run Augusta and Columbia and all that stuff, they actually work out at International Paper, you know, right, right, coming through there. So yeah, yeah, man, I'm an old school wrestling fan. I love it. Yeah, hey,
0: uh, you too, bro. You hey, too, man. I got all the. I got all the timeline shoots in the WCW, WWF, WWE. Hey, you really, you really, man, really just this question. It, it, the biggest urban legend of wrestling, period, between the Bruno San Martinos and Nature Boy Butter Rogers. Was it a shoot match? Because the, the big story was Bruno tells Rogers, give it up, or I'm going to break your back. It was over like suck. sec, the back backbreaker. Rogers tells a story. No, I had a heart attack previously, so I was going to get in and get right out, you know? And at the biggest urban legend, what really, 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 really happened? Everybody's got their own opinions about it, though. What's your opinion?
2: Well, I mean, he did have a heart attack, and he wasn't able, able to wrestle. They say he did. They say he did. Well, they
0: sure I don't know. But see, then yeah, again, he, 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 wasn't, wasn't, able, he wasn't able to like, wrestle. And that's
2: why it was a that's why it was a squash. I mean, yeah, Bruno. Bruno said that's a lie. Rogers is full of crap.
0: I told her I cried. Rogers picked up bear hugs. Roger, give it up, or I'm gonna break you. You know, Bruno says Roger didn't know he was losing the bill right to the bill run. But, like I said, I think Bruno was just kind of case it personally. I really do think Rogers did have a heart attack, you know.
2: Well, or, I'm going to – I have an unpopular opinion about Bruno San Martino. So, yeah, that's just me. You know, he rode the coattails of Vince McMahon and tried to get his son a job. And then when his son was oh, an idiot. Oh, and, yeah. And then oh. he he blamed everybody but, but his kids. So, you know, hey, that's just me, you know. <laughs> I, I, but, oh my
0: God, man, it's just a dumb question. Me and Chase I fight my dust all the time. Who's really better, CM Punk or Kurt Angle? Kurt Angle. <laughs> <laughs> You're my favorite man. You're my fa- Hey, Josh is my favorite person on this damn podcast. <laughs> it's true. It's true.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Yeah, I'll go Jay. ahead and tell you, I'll go ahead and give you why I think he is. Because this is a guy that came, came from a sport where what's the one thing that you don't want to do? And that's be on your back. And re- exactly. And, and he had to learn to do it all backwards. And from the stories that I've heard, true or not, you know, it's just from the stories I've heard, that the first time he did it, he took it to I could duck the water.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the same story I heard. You know, I mean...
1: Now, don't you
0: get me wrong, Josh, uh, Josh's girl, uh, Elizabeth, me and her, used to, you know, I don't know if you know who Elizabeth is. Or not sweet girl. She's an amateur wrestler, too, from the uh, state of Tennessee, <laughs> and uh, and uh, she would say Kurt Angle is a disgrace to all amateur wrestlers. We're going to professional rounds. Well, that'd be the case. to win they state of the brothers and the Briscoe brothers, I mean, look, I mean, there's no professional career you could do in amateur wrestling, you know, so if I mean, you, you got... want to make wrestling, you got to go, you know, on the uh, pro wrestling side. I mean. I'm, I'm proud of Kurt. I think Kurt's been a tremendous entertainer. I love all Kurt's matches. You know, he plays now, gimmick,
2: but, you know. Now, as far as a, a promo, now it depends if you like wrestling or you like promos. That's just me. But, you know, CM Punk, can he can deliver a promo like no other. No, I'm
0: not going to knock him. I'm not going to knock him. CM Punk Punk can sell a fight. They can sell a match. The only thing I used to hate about CM Punk, they would put so much freaking hype on this guy, and this guy was such a bitcher in the back. I hear all this damn shoot interviews. I mean, this guy was bitching about working with The Undertaker at WrestleMania. He's like, why am I got put over part-time? I had to put over The Rock. I got put over The Undertaker, and I got put over Brock Lesnar. You know, that's what really, really, really turned me off of CM Punk, you know? But hey, I, I'll give Punk a little bit of credit, though. He had the balls. to so put it on the line in the UFC. He got his ass whooped, you know. But hey, you know what? He had the guts to try. So I got to give the man a little bit of props. At least, he, hey, he tried, you know. I guarantee but, I
2: would never do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I've done it in the Marine Corps, man. I've, I've been a wrestler, a shoot style wrestler. I like to think yeah, you know, given the opportunity, I would have stepped up a dunk. I did it in the amateur rinks, but you know, who knows? But
2: oh I got oh if you I got some Marine Corps stories for you. I'm not I wasn't in the Marines, but my best friend was and you know, y'all like jumping like out of windows and stuff to see who can land cleanly. Like and y'all just keep I on going up out, flights of stairs until y'all stop.
0: Second story we jumped up, then the third story jumped up. You know, where we wrote, all had it, that
2: shit. I seen that live and in person. I was like I told my buddy, I'm leaving because <laughs> I'm not going to be a
1: witness. Oh,
0: so, man. Well,
2: Jacksonville, it, Jim, North
0: yeah, Carolina. Yeah, up station. Camp Majoon, North Carolina. Oh, yeah.
2: That's where I witnessed that uh, act of bravery, if you want to say.
0: <laughs> Hell, in Japan, man, we used to freaking come on top of that barracks and jump off. And, you know, we were doing wrestling out there, man. Shit. It was yeah. awesome, man. I loved it. Yeah. But damn it, dude, this is all the time we got for right now, man. But, dude, I'd love to have you back on the show, man. Please give us a help. Get you on the WLW. Yeah, hell, I'd love to have a damn wrestling trivia with you because I, I haven't met a guy who could stomp me yet on old school. I haven't really, I've kind of gotten disgusted what's going on in today's wrestling, you know? I mean, that flippity flop BS, is me and Jay tend to call it. You know, whatever happened, just gr- grinding a ground and grounded pound, man. I mean, damn. The everything's just got to be a freaking spot fest, you know? I mean, it's exciting. It's good when it calls for it. I appreciate it. But that's what you're seeing a constant time of match and not telling a really good story, in my opinion. You know, I'm not knocking for ones that can do it, but I'm I'm just old school, man. I would love, I would much rather watch a Bobby Eaton and R. Anderson match all day long or Magnum T.A. and Tully Blanchard all damn day long.
2: Some of the silly stuff I've seen nowadays.
0: I don't know. Maybe that's just me.
2: Well, hey, well, that, you know, hey I ahead. like oh, – I know y'all are already ready to cut this off, but that's why I like to tell everybody. If you go back into the 90s, you can see <laughs> some of that same flippity-flop stuff. I mean, we had Doink the Clown and Mantar and uh, – that, uh, man. that, that was just Shock gimmick. Master.
0: That was the, the box <laughs> of gimmicks. That was the box <laughs> of gimmicks, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they were trying <laughs> to – They I mean yeah, the truth, the dumpster, that raised out of moan. I mean, yeah, doing yeah, you're right, you're right. There was some stupid gimmicks doing on. I am the Mountie, the berserker, you know, the model. Hell, but you know, I had ten stupid gimmicks, one got over, Jake the Snake. I had twenty stupid gimmicks, one got over, it was the Undertaker. Especially with someone like yeah. Ole Anderson and Mark Callaway won't draw money in his you know. It's funny listening to him say that now, compare everything he's done as The Undertaker. You know, some gimmicks do pay off and make it big, and some gimmicks just flat out
2: suck. Absolutely. Well, man, I appreciate y'all's time. I'm glad I could dispel any rumors about me that was out there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Who knew?
0: Well, we only heard from one person. We only heard from one person. This person came to us about it, and then, you know... Maybe he didn't know. Maybe he was just trying to sell it to me. I, hell, I don't know. I had a day about it. I don't know. And Like, well, we're, we're going to run with it the best we could. But totally not what I thought that's it right.
1: was going to be. Honestly, I had never really truly met the guy. I saw him, but that's about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, if you ever, when y'all come to an IW show, make sure you grab me and tell me who you are. and Because <laughs> and, I'm terrible. You got to tell me who you are because I'm horrible with faces and names. That's just that's just one of those things I'm not real good with. And say, hey, um, so-and-so, got you. How are you doing? <laughs> so, but, but, yeah, I mean, so we I mean everybody can come out March 21st. I can, I can assure you it's going to be an awesome show.
0: 10 looking forward to it, brother. That All being right. said, I'm a survivor paying Bill Blanchard, along with Christian Theory. Y'all have a blessed night, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next time.